It's us. I'm Nicole. I'm the mom. And I'm Mira, and I'm the daughter. And this is Adulting But Not Grown Up, where we talk about um, all that stuff you're supposed to learn when you become a grown-up and hit that magical adult age. And today we're going to talk about fun and exciting topic. Mira's super jive for this one, how to set up your bank accounts. Wow, it's so exciting. <laughs> so what's shaking? Uh, not a lot. My bank account is fine for the time being. There is, in fact, money in it, <laughs> which is always good. That is always a good thing, yeah. It is the sixth of the month, though, so I haven't been that far. <laughs> oh, do you want to hear something? What? Do you see this puncture wound on my neck? I see the puncture wound on your neck. What's up? So here's what happened. Okay. So I'm laying in the bed watching YouTube videos. I was watching Sophia Nygaard try on wedding dresses. I watch that too, anyways. And um, the cat sleeping on the end of the bed, and all of a sudden the cat sits up and starts making this noise like, and oh, I, was, she's I thought, oh my god, the cat's gonna start talking. But then she started doing this full body heave, and I thought, oh my god, the cat's gonna start puking. So oh. I jumped up, grabbed the cat off the bed. I'm trying to get her into my um, ensuite so that she can barf on the floor in there. Mm-hmm. And okay. she's freaking out because she's actively trying to vomit and also the dog has come into the room to see what's going on and she's scared of the dog so and she's digging all her claws into my shoulder everything trying to like get back onto the bed so she can throw up a piece and so I get to the bathroom I manage to detach her fling her onto the floor she pukes on the floor and then starts running to back towards the bed to try to get back on the bed and I'm trying to block her path while yelling at the dog get out get out and she pukes next to the bed and so I pick her up and I'm trying to like get her not on the bed and I keep yelling at her don't go on my bed don't go on my bed and yelling at the dog go out of here go out of here and she stabs one claw into my neck uses it as leverage to launch herself um, back onto the bed where she threw up on my headboard that's what happened. My entire torso is covered with scratch marks. I have a puncture wound in my neck and the cat cannot talk. I, uh, I have this one in my chest from the little boy scratching me trying to use me as a launch pad. He, he dug in and clawed. That was when I brought him to your house and then when I was going back he was like, I know this place. This is home. Let me go. Ah! <laughs> and started like trying to launch physically off of my chest so that he could get back inside of the home he knows and loves. He, he scratched a bit. It was bloody for like a couple of weeks. I had two. One of them is still present. <laughs> it really hurts. It does. It was a very frantic situation. The whole thing went down in like, I'm sure, less than two minutes. And <laughs> probably like under eight seconds. <laughs> yeah. But it's I just, I can't not think about the fact that they scrape their claws through poop every time they get scratched by them. I can't not think about it every time that they like uh-huh. scrape their claws through their poop and then it's scraped into my skin and I can't not think about it every single time. I had never thought about that so thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> bank accounts. Nice segue right into bank accounts. Okay, it's so Mira, okay. today I'm going to teach you how to set up your bank accounts once you have a big girl job. Big girl job. Yep. You're still at school and right now but uh, once you have your your real job and you're working here's how you're going to do. Okay, so there are five sort of categories here. Mm-hmm. So your checking account, savings account, emergency funds, mm-hmm. long-term saving, and retirement. 
Okay, so we're going to look first at the the sort of section of retirement, long-term savings, and emergency savings. The kind of rule of thumb um, is that you want to put a minimum of 10% into your savings accounts. So that's not per savings account, that's savings accounts total. So for our purposes, let's say we are your income is $1,000 a month. And so $100 of that would be your 10%, right? Mm -hmm. And we will divvy it up 4% to retirement, 4% to long-term saving, 2% to emergency funds. Okay, so starting with your retirement funds, we live in Canada. So here you would go to your credit union or bank and open a registered retirement savings plan. Yes. Also known as an RRSP. Good old RRSP. Yeah. I have a hard time when people say it out loud, differentiating between RRSP and RESP say it too fast. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all start with R's, too. Yeah. And then it's like so. RRSP. So you yeah. hear like the first one and the last two and the middle thing is kind of lost there. <laughs> so you, so a lot of people, especially your age, think, oh, retirement is way off. Mm-hmm. I am not going to worry about that. Um, or there is the thought that you need to have like a chunk of money to start with to go into re- open a retirement account. Not the case. Um, okay. Most banks or credit unions, you can open it with like as little as 10 bucks and sweet you just open it and you build on it it's going to be a constant contribution to it so that you're building on it so you're starting somewhere and the big important thing is to just start like yeah it's a better late than never thing but as soon as you can start with this time is much more important than how much money you put into it interest because of compound interest the magical Good old interest uh, i remember that from math interest. class yes <laughs> and um so you do you so the the longer you have it in there the better um and yeah that makes a way bigger difference with your your end goal than the amount of money you have to put in so you go to your financial institution your credit union or your bank you open um a a retirement account and you were going to set it up so that when your paycheck goes in that money automatically shoots over to your retirement account on the same day Yes. So most people get paid every two weeks. Some people get paid twice a month or once a week or whatever. So for our example, let's just say of your $100 for your 4%, that's going to be $40, right? So you were going to set it up for $20 every paycheck. Mm-hmm. The day your paycheck goes in, that $20 shoots out to your retirement account. Okay, so the next one is your long-term savings. So. Your long-term savings is things that are like uh, saving for a down payment for a house or a wedding or a trip around the world or, you know, something's going to take a longer amount of time mm-hmm. to save for. Like, like a pair of jeans. Yeah. Big shopping spree. Whatever, yep. your, whatever your major goal is. <laughs> but it's going to take a few years probably to save up for. and um, But it is something you're going to, like you know, withdraw from and then mm-hmm. rebuild for another, yep. for your next goal. Um. So in Canada, we have tax-free savings accounts, which is a perfect vehicle for this sort of thing, also called TFSA. Uh, But really, you could use a high-interest savings account if if necessary. Use a shoebox under your bed. Who cares? (laughs) It doesn't earn as much interest. It doesn't earn any interest, but... Also, the house could burn down taking your shopping spree with you. With it, not with you. Um, so, So for our example... Might take you with it. (laughs) <laughs> and you don't really have to worry about the shopping spree if you're burned up. Yay. 
afterlife shopping spree. <laughs> Not maybe, as gratifying. Maybe it's like Chinese culture. If you burn the money with you, then you get it in the afterlife. Really? Angel Jimmy Choo's. <laughs> Is that really a thing? Yeah, I think so. They burn like the, the fake money. Right? Oh, okay. So fake it's like money. the afterlife cash or whatever. Really? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. It's like it's like special special ghost money. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder what you do with it. Like I think that it's kinda like, you know, burying Egyptian people with their treasures. They they need it for the afterlife. If you need money for the afterlife if it's you know okay. just another state of being. Alright. Start off with your ghostly savings account. There it is. <laughs> Ready to go. Thanks, granddaughter Ruth. <laughs> Okay, so back to the topic. Um, okay, so for the um, your long-term savings account, you're going to set up the same sort of method as your retirement account. So with our example, 4% of your um, 10% of your $100 is $40. And you're going to set it up to go in on the same day as your paycheck goes in, money shoots out and goes to your long-term savings account. Okay, your third one is your emergency fund account. You're, this can just be a savings account, and your goal for this is to save $1,000, to save and maintain $1,000 in here, because most emergencies can be covered with $1,000. So this is something that you will dip into because there will be emergencies. It's kind of like the, the planned unknown, right? Like, yeah, it's going to happen. We just don't know what it is. So your refrigerator breaks, your a tire blows on your car. Cats need to go to the vet. Cat needs to go to the vet. Your medication... All, all those things that are just, like, ah, out Canada, of the blue. but I digress. Well, some medication. Some, sometimes you have to pay for medication. Yeah. So, um, and so this is going to be the 2% of your 10%. So in our example, that would be $10 per paycheck or $20 yes. of the month, right? Yes. So, and same thing, you're going to set up your savings account, and on your payday, the money is going to shoot over there. Mm-hmm. Um you don't want to have a situation where you're like sweet $900 in my account and then you can't pay for rent and you don't have enough for groceries and you can't feed your pets and exactly now you don't have that's exactly the point Advil in your house and <laughs> this is kind of the like set it and forget it get rich slow scheme yeah because you don't want to spend the money that you do need because you think you have more than you actually have because you do need to put it in your savings account well and that's the thing it's like if you just leave it in your account you will find a way to spend it, and you won't even know where it went. Because you'll be like, oh, I have $30 in my account. I can get a coffee. And then you're like, I need to pay for my cell phone. I forgot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or you just, you, it just goes on stuff, and you, yep. you at the year. It just vanishes like, into the ether. <laughs> it totally does. And then you're like, right, I got Jolly Ranchers at a gas station. It turned out the roll cost of $4. Yeah. <laughs> that, and I was too embarrassed to put it back. <laughs> right. That. Exactly. Okay, so your next set of accounts is going to be um, savings accounts, and these are going to be your annual big expenses. So this is the mm-hmm. stuff that happens like once a year that is a big expense. So let's say like Christmas mm-hmm. or yeah. um, insurance. Like if you're a renter, mm-hmm. you might have content insurance. Homeowner, you might have homeowner insurance. Or um, taxes or... Um, you know, maybe you have a goal that you want to travel once a year. So maybe you have a travel account. You know, like, so, stuff like that. Your kid's birthday. Yeah. That, something <laughs> that you know that is going to be, like, a, an expense that's going to happen at least once a year that you're, um, that you, it, 
it's gonna happen. It shouldn't be a surprise that Christmas happens December twenty fifth every year, but I know some people for a lot of people it some really people. is. <laughs> I see like Facebook posts on groups where they're like, I really need an Xbox One because Christmas is tomorrow and I need it by eight AM so that my kids can open it on Christmas morning and it's like it comes on the same day every year. This every isn't year. like it's not it shouldn't know, be a surprise. Like Mother's Day can sneak up on people because that's like a, a Sunday in the middle of a month. I don't even know what month is it. Is it this month? Yes, Who knows? All right. <laughs> like, I lose track of that. I lose track of like Easter because that moves around. It's not like just April 18th every year. Yeah. That moves around. But like, Christmas is December 25th. And you can't be like shocked that kids show up on your doorstep on Halloween and you don't have candy. Like, it's on <laughs> October 31st every year. For a lot of people, it's a surprise. Why is time. it a surprise? I, I don't or know. like your kid's birthday? You know what day they were born. You know it's coming. You were Why? there. So. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so when you when you set up these accounts, um, these are just going to be um, the cheapest, hopefully free, mm. basic yeah. savings accounts that your banker credit union has. Uh, and you can set up as many of these as you want. There is there's not a limit that says you can only have one savings account. You can have ten if you want. And at most um, banks, most credit unions, you can name your accounts too, so that when you look up on your online banking, you can see that this one is your travel account. This one is called named Christmas. Christmas this one is yeah. named taxes. Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Nice. And so what you're going to do with that is um, take your amount that you're going to need once a year. Let's say you want five hundred dollars for Christmas. You're going to take that 500, you're going to divide it by your number of paychecks per year, so 26 probably, but depending on your situation, could be different. And that's the amount that is going to shoot over into that account every paycheck. Same mm-hmm. thing, you're going to set it up on your payday, and you're going to do this for all these accounts. You're going to find out your amount, divide it by your number of paychecks, and everything's going to go. Yeah, and it's just a lot less stressful to figure out what you're doing when it's like December rolls around and you're like, Okay, I have this, you know, five hundred, a thousand dollars, whatever, set aside specifically for getting a tree and yeah. ornaments and decorating and totally. you know, buying gifts and whatever. And it's so much easier to just have that set aside when December rolls around yes. instead of you getting to the end of November and going, Oh Jesus, I you know, well, I have exactly car payments, thing, I have right? rent, I ha- I need to buy groceries for this and this and this and I need to and you know, need I to need miraculously come and up now with I need this. to come up with six hundred dollars for toys yeah, last minute. Exactly. It doesn't work out so well. Very it, high stress. Don't do that to yourself. Just yeah. plan ahead. <laughs> well that's the thing. It's all about planning, right? Because if you if you set this all out it it relieves a lot of that stress. Yeah. That money is just sitting there in a pool waiting for it. And it, it's perpetual, so like you withdraw that money to buy Christmas presents, you're already adding into it with the next paycheck. So mm-hmm. it's it's just going to keep going, and it it's all just sitting there for you. It's wait, once you've got the system set up, mm-hmm. it's it's waiting for you to go. I mean, you finish your Christmas shopping on December 10th, and then like you've already got another paycheck in there for the next year. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and it's way more fun to just have that money sitting there and be able to like yeah and not have to stress about where the money is coming from it's just you shopping for christmas it feels like it came out of nowhere it's like a gift from your past self it is a gift from your past self i love gifts from my past self sometimes they're bad gifts like i accidentally leave waffles in the toaster and then i'm like dang it past self bad gift bad (laughs) gift (laughs) but sometimes it's like i left 20 dollars in this pocket and that's a good gift from my past self (laughs) Or like, I left a cup of water on my nightstand before I went to bed, and I woke up needing it. Thank you, past self. Yes. 
Be kind to future self. Yes. Always think about your future self. If you can do something for future self, do it for future self. Exactly. Okay, so the next account mm -hmm. is your... This one will probably be checking account, but mm -hmm. um, it just depends on your financial institution and yeah. what their things are in terms of how many withdrawals you can have a month and what their... Um, is this going to be your their debit card account? Are and stuff? No, this no. is not okay. going to be your debit card account. This account is going to be your monthly bills. Mm, okay. So you are going to look at all your monthly bills. There's going to be some stuff that's the same every month. Your rent, your car payment, your student yep. loan payment, whatever those cell things phone. are. And there's going to be ones. Well, that, that might vary a little bit, but you can kind of ballpark. My cell phone like, stays about the same price. Yeah, and, and usually, like utilities, cell phone, things like that, It's you can ballpark it pretty good yeah. to, to be. I so, mean, I guess there's a difference between the prepaid and the monthly plans. You can go over. <laughs> you definitely you can. can. Um, so, and then the idea with this one is, um, you are going to take all those amounts, add them up, divide by two, because mm -hmm. you will at least get two paychecks in a month. Hopefully. And every, um, paycheck, that half amount for the month is going to shoot over to that account. And then all those bills are going to be paid out of that account. Mm. So, um, you can set up, lots of them will probably be set up automatically to come out of there. Some you'll have to like actually go online and pay your bill. Mm. Um, but it's just, it's way easier to come up with half your rent than all your rent in one go and have like one pay period near the end of the month where you're like, oh no, I need $600 to pay my rent. Yeah. And then you eat ramen and peanut butter for the next two weeks. And then you're like, whew, this is the paycheck where I can relax and, and go to the movie or something. Again. And then you do it again the next yeah. month, right? So this way you're just, you're, you're evening it all out. You're, um making it easier on yourself and it just gives you that kind of that security and same thing it reduces your stress because you, you, it's all done for you. you once you set it up it's done and you don't have to think about it financial stress is the worst it is it causes like, a lot of stress i i hate the thing of like money doesn't buy happiness well sure but it can sure as heck buy like security and life-saving medication and shelter and mm -hmm. proper winter jackets like mm -hmm. you know well and the thing too is that they've shown that if people, when they get to the point of about $50,000 a year income, they're no more happier than... Yeah, it kind of plateaus yeah. happiness-wise, yeah. and that can actually dip off if you make too much money, because you, you kind of feel like you don't know what to do with yourself, and that can also be guilt of, like, there are people that are not doing well, and yes. I have a billion dollars in my bank account. Yeah. That's a thing, too. Wasn't it J.K. Rowling that, like, gave away, like, all of her money almost? Like, she was a billionaire, right? And gave Did away, she? like, all of her money. She's, like, a millionaire now. Just a millionaire. She's, she's low-end millionaire, right, I think? <laughs> I want to be a low-end millionaire. I want to be a low-end millionaire, too. But, I mean, like, you know, I feel wow. like there's a difference between, like, you giving away your wealth and trying to help people. Like, Bill Gates is, you know, trying to... Yes, because they're going to give away... change in his environment and, you know, create change for the future kind of thing. And that's, that's good. But I feel like there's a real difference between that and, like... Bezos hoarding like what is it 14 billion dollars up in his little Amazon castle over there <laughs> but you know I mean for for vast majority of people you're gonna have your average Joe income yep you can still live a very <laughs> comfortable life with that yeah as long as you are as long as you plan with it you know some there's some people that say oh I'm bad with money or I hate money or uh you know like that kind of thing but it's it's more just about planning than yep. being um and, and being sort of either you don't know what to do with it or n not having anything set out where you mm -hmm. where or, or they oh I don't know where it went you know that kind of thing yeah. and it's but it, that's it's all just about planning about setting up a plan and then just setting it out and letting it do its thing and it's just all you working the in the background motion, and then 
it just is in motion. <laughs> yes, exactly. You just have to d sit down and do it. Mm. So then the the last one is your checking account that this is going to be your operations account. So this is going to be where your paycheck goes, gets deposited to, where your debit card is attached mm -hmm. to, yes. and this is your living day-to-day -day stuff, buying groceries, buying stuff at the pharmacy, buying fuel for your car, going yep. to the movies, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so your so overall scheme, your paycheck's going to get deposited to that checking on the same day. Everything is going to fire out to all these other accounts. Mm -hmm. So it's going to go to your retirement, your long-term saving, your emergency fund, um, your monthly bills fund, all your separate bank accounts for your savings for the your annual savings for the year. And what's left in there is what you're going to live off for until your next paycheck. It's not about like depriving yourself or living like close to the wire. You don't want to do that yeah. either. It's just about organizing it all so that you can live comfortably and with that you security of knowing what's what. Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. You don't want to have no. to live like and that. A and a lot that, of people do. And that is like, you know, some people have to. Some people don't have that option. Like, this is how much money they make at their job, and this is how much their rent is, and now they have $150 for groceries for the whole month. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's how it is, and it sucks that <laughs> minimum wage is no longer something that can support an entire family. Because I think yes. when it was initially put in place, having a full-time minimum wage job or even a part-time minimum wage job unclear there but having a minimum wage job was supposed to be like one person could work this job and support two kids and a wife kind of thing yeah and that was how it was supposed to be and now it's like if you can pay for rent for yourself and your cat with a minimum wage job that's good <laughs> yeah yeah totally and you it's it's it, well you know what because it was the minimum for supporting a family that's the thing too is when you're looking at like those savings account it's why you use a percentage rather than a set amount yeah because as your income hopefully increases over the years you get raises or you move to another job that pays mm -hmm. more or whatever you're sticking with a percentage and that's tracking your your income mm -hmm. rather than just some number that you've that you've picked out yeah so you want to at the end of this like basically balance to zero what you have left in that checking account to live off of until your next paycheck should be just just enough to live off of kind of mm -hmm. thing. If you got too much in there, you will spend it on things you didn't know. <laughs> didn't know you needed. Um, so you want it to just be, you, you want to end up at a zero and you want everything else shooting off to these other, um, all these other places so that that money is sitting there when you're ready to use it and you don't ever have to stress and worry. And this kind of like puts you in a good position too for not having to use a credit card last minute or go get a bank loan because you need winter tires or mm, yeah. borrow from friends, parents, whatever to because you all of a sudden need something. And um, it, it just, it sets you up. You're setting yourself up to be yeah. your own security system and not having to rely on the dog is sitting outside the door whining right whining now. Scratching. scratching. Yeah. She really wants to see what we're doing in here. Go away, toenails. <laughs> she has very long toenails right now, and she sounds like a tap dancer when she walks across the floor. Away. So, any questions on that system? This, this is the system I use. I've been doing it this way for years, and it works really well. And you're, you're surprised when you look at those savings accounts, like, wow, I saved up that much already. That's amazing. Because that money is just going, and you're not paying attention to it, and you've just got what you need to live off of to go buy your groceries and stuff like that um, to be comfortable and have all these other things that's kind of happening in the background and being taken care of. Mm -hmm. And you just, you, it's, it's a nice way to do it. You have security. You have 
it reduces your stress and money stress is one of the the biggest stresses people have in their life Definitely. and it doesn't ever put you in that position of having to all of a sudden scramble and come up with whatever for whatever Let's if have you uh, have all of your accounts set up to shoot off on paycheck day, mm-hmm. what happens if your paycheck gets withheld for a day? Like, are you going to withdraw money that doesn't exist from your accounts and be put into a negative? Or will it not happen if their money isn't physically there? It won't do you, happen. Do you need to go in there and reset it if you know that your paycheck isn't coming on the right day? If if it's like going to be an ongoing thing, like say you change jobs and now they pay you on on, on Wednesdays instead of Friday yeah, or whatever, sure. then yes, you do have to go and reset everything. I so would that think it, that yeah, but if it's just like so we need to pay you on Saturday instead of Friday this week, they just won't happen. Um, most, it just won't happen. Okay. but most um, um, financial institutions though will retry for a number of days, like three to five days. Oh, they'll so keep trying to ping the, the, the amount. Sy- okay, yeah, the system it. will automatically just keep trying to to. To pull that to money. withdraw the amount yeah. until it's there. Until okay. it's there, yeah. Like, does it kind of just assume that, like, oh, it's not there yet? Try again in yes. twelve hours. Yeah. Sweet, right on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if you could, like, you know, accidentally put yourself in like a nine hundred dollar deficit because you're paying. No, and I mean it's not going to take what's not there. I I figured that it wouldn't, but I don't know. I have concerns about things I don't know for sure about. <laughs> why you're here to ask the questions. I know this stuff a little bit and a little bit. bit. Um, So yeah, so that is that. Anything else you'd like to add to this? Fascinating topic of setting up your bank accounts. Um, For your account that is attached to your debit card, you're kind of liquid. Living account? Liquid living. Um, (laughs) Sounds like a bar, but... um, (laughs) Is it uh, better to have the account that is attached to your debit card to be a checking account or a savings account? Um, Does it matter? Okay, well, I would say it, it. you just want to talk to your financial institution and see what one has the a lot of trend. You're able to do a lot of transactions mm-hmm. on it okay. because it they'll have different accounts and it'll be like with this one you can have whatever ten withdrawals a month and this one you can have a hundred or this one you can have unlimited or whatever. Mm-hmm. You probably for that one you want to go with whatever you have that is an unlimited, um, or at least a good high number of withdrawals a month before they start charging you. You know it'll be a set fee of whatever twelve dollars a month, fifteen dollars a month for your bank fee, and then you can use it however however often you want. So that you don't get hit all of a sudden with like a $50 extra fee at the Mm. end of the month that you didn't know about. Um, You know, writing checks isn't so much a thing anymore as it was back in my day where you had to write a check and put put your, you know, your phone bill in the mail with a stamp and write the check and send it off and that kind of thing. Checks are becoming less. They're still useful here and there. Um, You know. Paying your landlord. Paying rent. Yeah. Although doing it online if you do it online it still leaves a trail so uh don't hand your landlord cash is kind of what i'm saying (laughs) don't hand your your landlord cash that's a good tip have that trail that you paid the rent or else they can come back and say you didn't pay for september because you paid for september in cash (laughs) exactly yeah don't do that that's bad do not do that (laughs) um so yeah so it's just a matter of finding that account and same as you are one that all your um your monthly bills are going to come out of Mm. an account that has uh, a lot of transactions on it 
that, that you can use. So yeah. whether say you want to have that amount of transactions you just available. <laughs> transactions available. You don't want to yeah. get charged because the account that all of your bills get taken out of has like a max of four or something. <laughs> exactly, because it's usually like 75 cents or a dollar per transaction after yeah. you hit that max, and that Do can you, add up pretty quick. Side note, do you remember um, one of the guys that I dated that was convinced that every time you used your debit card there was a 75 cent yes, bill, and that when I tried to explain to him that no, there isn't, and that that wouldn't be lucrative for the bank in any way, shape, or form to charge their people 75 cents every time they used a card, like if you're buying a 250 coffee with your card, you shouldn't have to, like, pay an extra 75 cents on top of the whatever that you're spending, right? Like, that's dumb, because a lot of people do spend very small amounts on their debit card. Some yeah. people don't even carry cash at all anymore. Oh, I know. When yeah. I was in high school, lots of kids were just, like, they had their debit card and that was it. Like, mm-hmm. they don't carry around quarters. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't go to the arcade after school anymore. You don't need change, man. <laughs> or have to use the payphone to call use, your mom. You just use Angry Birds in the bathroom during English class. That's the arcade now. Um, <laughs> but he was, like, so convinced, and I could not convince him that that wasn't the case, because he would, like, insist on, like, paying in cash for his coffees because he was like I'm not paying an extra 75 cents to pay for my coffee with my debit card and I was like that's not a thing though and he was like no it is it's definitely a thing it's not a thing well it only is if you go over that limit if you go over the limit yeah. and I was like it's your debit card on like your standard account there's it's probably unlimited and it's, if it's not it's a lot of transactions it's a yeah. lot of times if it's yeah. not unlimited but that's the thing too if you notice that you're getting like big service fees do go talk to your bank because maybe they've got you in the wrong account for what you need it for and they can find a way to put you in a better account that fits what you're using it for always assume that your bank wants to help you save money instead of that your bank wants to screw you out of the money that you're trying to save always assume that they want to help you give them the benefit of the doubt (laughs) all banks are not evil a lot of people who run businesses like their goal is to help the customer and to have a you know a regular customer that comes back for years and years that's the goal you don't yes. want to peeve off somebody well, exactly. and get them you know that's a that's bad business yeah you know you don't you don't be mean to your customers and you know tell them off or whatever yeah no and and, and going in and talking to like um, someone who works there they'll be very helpful in helping you set these things up lots of places you can set up these accounts online mm-hmm. um yeah. you know your extra savings accounts and things like that and if you need to go in and do it they can and you go in and you say i need to open seven savings accounts totally well they're fine with that yeah yeah. That's their that's what they're there for. They get paid to sit at a desk and help you. And exactly. you know, they wanna help. Yeah. They wanna help you figure it out. They wanna help you save for your trip to Cancun. Let them help. <laughs> Alright. So in conclusion, Mira now knows how to set up her bank accounts once she has a big girl job. Yep. And my cat still can't talk. <laughs> still so can't talk. Yes. Somewhat disappointing. Somewhat disappointing. Alright, I guess that's it for us today. Yep. Yeah. Have a lovely day. Have a lovely day, everybody. Thank you.